0: It's time to get intentional about your vision so you can create lasting change in your community. Learn the skills and strategies you need to become the grant writer the world needs. Let's do this. People often ask me where to find grants, so I tell them about Instrumental. Instrumental makes my grant searching process go so much faster. The system has so many features and data right there, and they'll even walk you through setting it up to help you get the most out of the software. Instrumental brings all your grant prospecting, tracking, and the ongoing project management under one roof. In fact, I've partnered with Instrumental to give you a free two-week trial and $50 off your first month. Go to teresahuff.com slash instrumental, that's instrument with an L, And start your free trial and you can use the code GWSPOD. Give it a try and let me know how you like it. Hey friends, I don't know where you are in the world, but for me, it is springtime right now and this week has been so warm and sunny and it's just some of my favorite weather right now. Lately we have been gardening, we've been putting in a vegetable garden and planting flowers in our flower pots and different things outside and it's just nice to sometimes get our hands dirty and dig in the dirt and get away from screens, get some fresh air. It got me to thinking that grants are kind of like gardening. (laughs) So let me explain. My husband is a farm boy, born and bred and just in his blood. And so he has a very green thumb. He can look at a plant and know exactly what it needs. He knows, oh, that needs more fertilizer or that's been watered too much. He can just tell by looking. And the other day I told him, you realize that's kind of an unusual skill right that people don't just know these things about plants and you do (laughs) and he said I don't know it's just kind of something I do and I said yeah that's kind of unusual because people like me I have a very brown thumb and I'm not real great with plants I can weed and I like plants a lot but I just don't have a good track record of keeping them alive But lately, as we've been planting the garden and doing some of these things outside, it got me to thinking how grants are really similar to gardening in quite a few ways. And, you know, at first I was just thinking they're kind of like gardening. And when I sat down to type up my notes and some thoughts on it, I came up with seven different ways. So (laughs) it kind of grew and expanded just like a garden would into several. So let's go through these today. I thought it might be just a fun springtime episode to talk through some of these comparisons. Grants are a lot like gardening because it's a very long game. You don't just plant a garden and overnight go out and pick all the vegetables that you planted. You need to tend it. You have to give it time. You have to give it all the different things it needs. And, you know, go back to episode 80, where I talked about seven things grants are not. It's really important to understand those because grants are not quick money. Grants are not a quick fix and they can't bail you out. In the same way, if you plant a garden when you're hungry, you can't expect to go out and pick the vegetables for dinner that night. It takes time. You have to plan ahead and you have to know the right timing and the right window to apply For grants, to watch for the applications, to make sure you have your programs and data in place before you apply. You can't just wait till it's time and then decide, oh, let's start a program so we can get money for it. You have to think it through. What do you wanna plant? What kinds of vegetables do you wanna harvest? What time of year is appropriate to plant? Same way with grants. What kind of funding do you need? What kind of projects are you looking to help support? You need to have those programs in place first so that you can think through what kind of harvest you want to reap and what you'll do with that harvest. We talk through this a lot in the Fast Track to Grant Writer, especially in the context of what do you want your grant writing career to look like? Because I don't want you to set up all this stuff and then realize you've just created a business you hate. <laughs> we want to make sure that we take your skills, your background, all those pieces into account so that you can figure out what your career should look like based on what's going to be the best fit for you. The second thing is that grants don't always turn out like you expect. We can't really predict what's going to happen just like with a garden. Sometimes a garden doesn't work out. We get storms, we get flooding, it might hail and destroy the plants that are coming up. It might be a drought and everything just dries up. Or some years the garden may produce a whole lot better than we expected. (laughs) We've had years like that where day after day my husband just brings in buckets and buckets of tomatoes and (laughs) every time he brings one in it's like, oh what am I gonna do with all these? And We have so many tomatoes. And so then we have to get really creative about, okay, how else can we preserve these? What else can I make? Sometimes grants are the same way that it may produce better than expected. And then it is a lot of work to implement. And people don't always talk about that side of things. They just think, oh, we need to get the money and things will be smooth sailing. But there's this whole other side that once you get the money, once it's funded, Then the work really begins because then you have to oversee the program. You have to do follow-up reporting. You have to track the data, sometimes conduct surveys. You have to really be diligent about implementing the program the way you agreed in the grant because that becomes a binding agreement. And it's the same way as gardening. You're reaping this harvest. And so then you have to be good stewards of that. Otherwise, it won't be awarded again the next year. The next comparison is with artificial plants. (laughs) If I took artificial plants and stuck them out in the garden, that's more my speed. I could keep those alive, but they're not going to grow. They're going to get dirty. They're probably going to fall apart. And obviously, they're not alive, so they're not going to thrive. They're not going to do anything. And that's kind of like when we try to force a bad fit grant, even if you happen to get funding, if it's not a good fit, you're going to stretch your team too thin. It's not going to thrive. It's going to be out of whack with your mission and it's just not going to go well. So it's important to make sure you find that best fit so that it can thrive and grow. The next one is that the real plants do take a lot of time and care. We need to nurture and tend them just like grants. We need to nurture and tend the projects as we implement, the people that are involved, and especially building those relationships with funders in the community, with our clients that are in the programs that we're serving. We need to nurture and take care of those. And just like plants, it's important to weed them so the weeds don't choke them out. It's important in our programs that we keep things clean and good systems and everything moving smoothly So the weeds and the distractions and just all those extra things that come up don't get in the way. We need to make sure we're really clear on our program to make sure it's a good, compelling cause that we are working on. Next, just like with plants, we need to know what they need based on the type of plant. And here's where I defer to my husband because I do not know. I can read the little tag at the greenhouse, but he has a much better ingrained knowledge of which plants need more sun or more shade. When do they need more water? When do they need fertilizer? What kind of soil is the best based on the type of plant? And so grant programs are the same way. We need to know which type of grants are the best fit for the different types of programs and the different types of nonprofits, and we need to know the different elements they need and also keeping in mind when is it too much of something if you give a plant too much water it's not going to be good for it if it doesn't have enough it's not going to be good so with grants you need to make sure you're keeping a good balance if you try to apply for way too many and then that stretches your team too thin You're not going to be able to implement properly. Everyone's going to be stressed out. You may not be able to fulfill your agreements and your obligations with the grants, and that's not a good thing. So make sure you keep that good balance of what you can handle and manage. We used to have this lovely little neighbor lady and she also had such a green thumb. She knew what to plant in her garden so that there was always something blooming in her yard from early spring through late fall, throughout the whole growing season. There was always something blooming and And it was so beautiful just to drive by her yard or to go visit her and just see what was going to pop up next because she had lived there for years and she had spent years tending and developing this garden and her whole front and backyard was just full of plants. And so this is important to keep in mind with grants too, to build a pipeline so that you are not just dried up and trying to live from grant to grant which is not a good idea anyway. I've talked about that many times that grant funders don't want to be your first dollar or your only dollar. So because of that, we need to make sure that we are nurturing and taking care of these relationships and always be planning out a good strategy. That strategy piece is really the key and that's what's made all the difference when I work with nonprofits. The ones that are the most successful are those that pay attention to the strategy To make sure they're not just firing off applications, but they're actually finding the good fit, they're tending and cultivating so then they can have that good harvest. And they're building up the pipeline of funding so that it's more staggered throughout the year to keep the funds a little more consistent. And also not just with grants, but with other types of fundraising activities and cultivating relationships with other donors. We also talked through this a lot in the Fast Track to Grant Writer with grant writing and with building up client work to make sure that you're doing the same and helping clients with this as you're working on grants. And then finally, in episode 68, I talked about the seasonality of grants and how there tends to be a busier season. They may all be due several at once. Springtime is usually pretty busy, and then there may be a little bit of A lull and then some more come up again towards fall. Not to say there aren't others that might pop up here and there, but that's kind of the typical trend. I talked through that a little more detail back in episode 68 if you want to listen to that. So, just a quick recap of these seven ways that grants are like gardening. Number one, it takes time, hard work, and patience to tend. Number two, we can't control the outcome, but we can be prepared and we can follow through. Number three, the artificial opportunities may look really good at first, but they won't produce the results you want. Number four, it takes nurturing and tending to build relationships and to build your nonprofit's reputation. Number five, learn the needs of your nonprofit, of your grants, of the funders, and do your best to provide for those needs. Number six, build your pipeline of funding, which again takes time and cultivation. And number seven, prepare for the seasonality of grants so you aren't just waiting around to apply once a year. I would love to hear from you. And if you are interested in grant writing as a career, take the quiz, Do You Have What It Takes to Be a Grant Writer?, at TeresaHuff.com quiz. And if you're a nonprofit wondering if you're ready for grants or how grant ready are we, what do we do next? Then go take the free grant readiness audit at TeresaHuff.com slash grant ready. Just wanted to thank Instrumental again today for sponsoring today's episode and for their support of grant writers and our work. And I wanna leave you with a challenge question. How can you shift your approach to cultivate a healthier grant garden in your nonprofit work? All right, friends, keep up the good work and go change your world.